my name is Tom Parkinson Morgan, and you're listening to Morris's unofficial tabletop RPG talk. This week, Morris manages to conquer an illness long enough to crawl out of bed and get to a microphone to join Peter in discussing this week's RPG news. TSR watches back as Justin Lanasa's TSR LLC files a trademark lawsuit against Wizards of the Coast, the Avatar RPG Kickstarter fulfillment has been delayed, Dungeons & Dragons has made it to the cover of Sports Illustrated, Kickstarter under backlash for announcing a switch to a blockchain model, and more this week on Morse's unofficial tabletop RPG Talk. Oh, you want me to read this? Well, fine, as long as I'm being paid. Right. <clears throat> We're obliged to begin this RPG News podcast with a warning that it contains RPG News. It has come to our attention that one person was so dismayed by the inclusion of RPG News in this RPG News podcast that he took to the interwebs to publicly proclaim his disappointment at such a waste of his time. If you are allergic to RPG News, we strongly recommend that you do not listen to this RPG News podcast. There, I think that's us legally in the clear. All the tabletop roleplay news. We aim to amuse and we aim to enthuse. And Morris is unofficial tabletop RPG. Hello, 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 and welcome to Morris's unofficial tabletop RPG talk. I am Russ, aka Morris, or Morris, aka Russ, and with me this week is Peter Coffey from the Southampton Guild of Role Players. Uh, Russ, have you been in a fight with a mummy? <laughs> have you? Have you noticed? I don't seem <laughs> particularly well right now. <laughs> well, listeners, I gotta say it's not an edifying sight. I mean, let's face it, it really is. But in, in this case, Russ is looking particularly unwell and has mm. dragged himself from his sickbed in order to provide entertainment. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I have got a COVID. Mm-hmm. It's not fun. I am no. fully vaxxed. So, yes. in theory, at least this is a mild version of it, but it, it basically feels like the worst head cold you ever had. Crossing all things. I've got no, I've got no shortness of breath or anything mm-hmm. like that, which is yeah. the scary stuff. Mm-hmm. Luckily, as long as it just stays as a really, really bad head cold, I'll probably, I'll probably survive it. Yeah, well, fingers crossed. You, as I say, um, and yeah, it's rough, man. Uh, thank you so much for coming on today. But I am thoroughly, thoroughly miserable. Yes, yes, you are. And that's just because I'm doing this podcast. Nothing oh, to do yeah. with COVID. <laughs> <laughs> you love this podcast. It's the highlight of your week. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Okay. So we do some RPG news oh, while, God, while I'm still alive to do it. <laughs> Whether I'm alive by the end of the podcast. Is a, <laughs> right. Before we get into all the RPG news, I just wanted to quickly mention some big polls. 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 Oh, okay. Things that you vote on. Yes. Um, yes. What's so there's three on? of them going on at the moment. Mm-hmm. So there's the uh, usual end of year um, favorite podcast polls. Yes. There's two of them. Talk and actual play polls. Nice, We do nice. this every year, and then we announce the top 10 here on the podcast. Yes. Um, voting ends next week, I think, end of next week. Okay. Uh, I can't remember offhand, but... Oh, okay. Next okay. Week. Yes. Oh, well, that means we might not be able to get the podcast polls in this year. Well, we are in the poll, mm-hmm. so hopefully we'll get a few votes. 
Mm-hmm. So, yes. you know, if you're listening to this, please feel free to vote for us. There'll be a link in the show notes. But also yes. vote for whichever other podcasts mm-hmm. you enjoy. You can vote for up to three in each category. So. Yeah. Vote for us. And two vote for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, that's those two polls. And also the nomination phase for our annual most anticipated RPG. Exciting. Of 2022 is, um, is now live. So you can pop on over Ooh. and nominate up to two. Yes. Tabletop RPGs that you're anticipating in 2022. And then mm-hmm. all go into a big bowl and we'll announce the winners of that again. On the awesome. Okay. So yeah, when, when do you think we'll have the results of the poll? She said end of next week. And podcast closes Friday the 17th of December. So yeah, that's next week. Yeah. Then yeah. we'll have, to, we'll have the results by the following week. Okay. Although I should. Oh no, that'll be Christmas, won't it? Yeah. It will be. It'll be the twenty fourth of December, and so we've we'll got the thirty first of December. Well, well, we'll do it soonish after that. Then. Yeah, yeah. So seventh of January, marvelous. Looking forward. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's my dad's birthday. Okay. <laughs> the fourteenth yeah. of January, best time. <laughs> right. Anyway. 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 So that's 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 the balls. It's balls. Hmm. Polls. I feel like I can't say the word polls for some reason. It's not tripping off my tongue correctly. Uh, I, I was thinking you're referring to the people from Poland, and that was confusing. I was me. not referring to the people from Poland. Yes. Okay. So, polls. Um, polls. Yes. Polls. Pol- polls. <laughs> it really just sounds wrong to me now. That yeah. word just sounds wrong. Polls. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah, um, I've got some interesting news. Really? Mm. Is it interesting? Is it interesting, Russ? Is it about TSR? <laughs> <laughs> the TSR News Update. It's about TSR. Ch- I need something to change myself. Oh. <laughs> Only TSR can do that. Oh, your, 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 your love of Shadow Shrouder is. Oh, I don't know what to say. Goodness. So, TSR 3 or 3.5 or whatever it is. Look, I think we should call them TSR to distinguish them <laughs> from actual profit companies. <laughs> So, they've launched an Indiegogo campaign mm-hmm. to stop Wizards of the Coast. What? Just stop them dead? <laughs> well, that's what I thought at first, because <laughs> that's what the title of it is. Just yeah. Stop Wizards of the Coast. But, so basically, um, uh, it is two-pronged, this Indiegogo campaign. Mm-hmm. One mm-hmm. is that uh, Wizards of the Coast have appa- apparently a while back mm-hmm. sent them uh, cease and desists. Yes. Over some of the stuff they were using, imagery basically, mm-hmm. um, and um, they are calling this wrongful bullying and saying that Wizards of the Coast is refusing to show TSR proof of their claims. Wizards of the Coast is refusing to show TSR proof of Wizards of the Coast claims about I don't know stuff. Yes, okay. well, the fact that they're using images owned by Wizards of the Coast, <laughs> right, right. So they're so using. Yeah. Things like they announced the star, their Star Frontiers game yes. and used a picture of the old t- original hmm. Star Frontiers game, which Wizards of the Coast not only owns, but is yeah. currently selling on Drive Through RPG. Yeah, yeah. And the DMs Guild and stuff like that. And also, a lot of the logos, it's slightly more complex, but mm-hmm. even if they've registered the trademark of TSR, that doesn't mean that they own the copyright to the artwork within some of the logos. No, of course. Which, not. which Wizards of the Coast still owns. Yeah, yeah. Completely different. 
Yeah. So, so that's the first prong of it. So they're mm-hmm. seeking what's called a trademark declaratory judgment of ownership, where a claw, where they hope a court mm-hmm. will declare that they own that IP. Okay, right. It won't. But no. that's, that's <laughs> <laughs> Um, the second uh, thing that they've done is they uh, they want to fight to have the legacy disclaimer removed from older products. Right. So you know, so you know that's the one on DM's Guild where they're selling some older products mm-hmm. and they say that sometimes the content in those products doesn't reflect the values of like D and D today. Um, you know, if, if you if you go to any if you go to DM's Guild and try to okay. buy any old TSR products, right, you'll, you'll see this. Um, You'll see this disclaimer. And basically, it's the same that Disney uses it on older cartoons and stuff. And right, right. But Disney so, uses it to disclaim the pretty obvious and heavy-handed racism. Yeah, yeah, that basically. Went yeah, to their yeah. Car. Yeah. So, like, so, we've got, what, racism, sexism? I don't know homophobia. exactly. I mean, I... I, I but it's hard to say, really, about specific examples. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. the disclaimer reads, and this has been around yeah. for ages, mm-hmm. uh, we recognise that some of the legacy content available on this website does not reflect the values of the Dungeons & Dragons franchise today. Mm-hmm. Some older content may reflect ethnic, racial, and gender prejudice that right. were commonplace in American society at the time, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, like, that, that disclaimer comes with any... Sort of older TSR, I mean, right. so TSR three mm-hmm. wants to sue Wizards of the Coast yes. for libel, for libel, li- for libel, right? <laughs> claiming that the producers yep. and players of these legacy products mm-hmm. face ridicule and labelling as bigots, racists, and misogynists, and worse, cyber and physical attacks. Does hmm. uh, that? Make any sense to you? No. No, no not um, me either. <laughs> but, yeah, so you can't sue for libel on someone else's behalf anyway. If you mm. libel me, Peter. Oh, can I? My next door neighbour can't yeah. sue you for libel. Oh. I, I have to sue you for libel. Okay, well, please don't. So why, why, why <laughs> TSR thinks that they can sue on the behalf of authors of older products for libel yeah. is beyond me. They have no standing in this case. They can't. They can't, well, they can't sue them for that. Yeah, so that's, um, well, I mean, I am not a lawyer, and just as a reminder for everyone, you definitely shouldn't take legal advice from people on a podcast. But you should definitely take legal advice from our podcast, because... Okay. <laughs> and, In which case, TSY, and, go sue away. And, but and, and medical <laughs> advice, and um, oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't take this joke any further. I'm too tired. I, I, it, it's, 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 it's so hard to do parody nowadays. I have the utmost <laughs> respect for stand-up comedians who are still attempting it. Uh, but yeah, there's no mention of the legacy disclaimer anywhere in the suit. It appears to be about the use of certain trademarks. Is yes. That- so the suit that they filed yes. is the first of two suits. Yes. From ah, what I we see. can make out on the Indiegogo right, page. Right. So the first suit is going to yes. be the trademarks. No, yes. The and one then, where they're using Wizards of the Coast trademarks and yeah. IP, right? And then the second one is going to be um, this theoretical libel action. Yeah, yeah, right, right, yeah. So, yeah, I mean that's that. I guess. I mean, so, I don't I mean, know what else to say about it. To be honest, if you, if you've got money burning a hole in your pocket and you absolutely don't want to donate to a charity, and you'd rather just enrich a random lawyer, potentially. Assuming it gets to a lawyer somewhere in where where are they filing like 
They're, uh, they're not filing in their home state, are they? Yeah, yeah, I think they're filing in like Wisconsin or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, that was supposed to the thing. I got to say, it's like very informative, but also at the same time, I don't really, I don't really know enough North American geography to. Wisconsin's kind of in the middle. Yes. The Midwest, right. Oh, is this um, a flyover state? And Seattle yes. is off, right, right off on the. Yeah, uh, yeah. Se- Seattle's off on the, uh, West not left hand side, west coast. Well, yes. left hand side, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, depending which way you're facing, I suppose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I always face north. Always. Like, yeah, so vaguely magnetic. True story. <laughs> vaguely magnetic. <laughs> it's a big problem for computers because I'm always erasing my hard drive. It's my magnetic personality. I thought you knew that, Russ. Oh, dear. Don't tell me jokes when they have COVID. It doesn't work. <laughs> anyway, do you know how well this Indiegogo campaign is going? Is it going super well? Oh, wow. Fantastically well. Yeah. How much money have they made? $675. $675. And it looks like they put 600 of them in themselves. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're saying, they've got 75 sympathy dollars. I guess, yeah. yeah. I mean, with that much money, they're almost in a position where they can go to a lawyer who, who will be able to explain to them at length, these are the problems with your lawsuit. I doubt they'll understand it. Well, they've gotten a lawyer to file that first one, so... Really? Exciting. Obviously, that lawyer thinks it's valid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I guess that lawyer is more qualified than you or I, so... <laughs> I, 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 people need to pay their bills, Russ, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what people did notice that the lawyer is basically just down the road from their registered office, so basically mm. they just walked out of the front door and just looked and said, oh, that's the lawyer over there, isn't it, and just went with them. Mm. I see. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Didn't they have to change to North Carolina? Uh, on November 30th, just so they could avoid what's this anti slap clause. Or, me- or, or no, but just comp- has part of their successful and growing <laughs> I can't say this with a straight face. Has part of their successful and growing. <laughs> okay, so uh, as part of whatever, uh, they registered offices in North Carolina on November 30th. Uh, I'll believe you. I don't know uh, that. Well, well it, 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 it's, it's what a little bird. Thanks, Daryl, uh, tells me, uh, which is that they did this. Um, and doubtless they have their important strategic reasons, but North Carolina does not have what are called anti-slap laws, which are essentially a sort of brand of American legislation which protects against, quote, frivolous lawsuits, unquote, uh, claiming defamation, libel, and or slander and science mm. critics. So, like... Obviously, this isn't their intention. It's just a completely, fantastically happy coincidence for them that they can't be sued for any sort of um, frivolous lawsuit for claiming de- for claiming libel, say, without actually having grounds to claim libel on. Well, this this lawsuit that they've actually filed has nothing to do with libel, though. So there is that as well. But that's what the Indiegogo uh, crowdfunding mechanism is for, right? They're right. saying that's what it's part of. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I personally, I'm not sure why we're wasting so much time on these people. Maybe when they come back and they make a fantastic game or a game to really stand up there with all the big favourites that they got, like Fatal, Vason, um, maybe then we should report on it. Okay, we'll do that. Okay, can we okay. stop talking about TSY now? <laughs> Hello, your editor Daryl here with some clarifications and breaking news. Because if I read that entire 
damn lawsuit filing, I'm going to make use of that knowledge that's now taking up space in my brain. The lawsuit from TSR LLC was filed in North Carolina, which Americans will know is nowhere near Wisconsin, where TSR is based, nor is it near Seattle, where Wizards of the Coast is based. Now, North Carolina has a reputation in legal circles for having various state laws that are friendlier to lawsuits against corporations. I'm sure this has absolutely nothing to do with the fact that one week before filing the lawsuit on November 30th, TSR LLC opened up brand new offices in North Carolina. But all of this is now moot because very shortly after the recording of this podcast, TSR LLC submitted to the court to have the lawsuit dismissed without prejudice. This means that they have, on their own, decided to ask the court to dismiss the lawsuit. The without prejudice bit means that they can refile the lawsuit at a later date if they so choose. This means the lawsuit was active for a grand total of, by my count, three days. The crowdfunding page for the lawsuit is still live despite the fact that there is no longer a lawsuit. Alright, should we talk about how D&D is on the cover of Sports Illustrated instead? No. Yes. D&D is on the cover? Is this like a joke? Or what's it going is on? not. It is on the cover of Sports what? Illustrated. Is it? Yeah. Okay, tell me more. Um, well, let me show you. I will show you the the cover. Huh. Sports Illustrated website. Miles Garrett says teammates have embraced Dungeons and Dragons. Huh. Yeah, but there you go. There's the cover there. If you scroll down a little bit. Dungeons and Dragons. A fantasy football story. Yes, yeah. So basically, <laughs> no. the cover of Sports Illustrated is made to look up like a D&D box red set. Yes, yes. It's a... Uh, Wow, okay, and it's got like an American footballer with sword and shield up against dragon. Mm. The things I did not think I would see sincerely. Well, there you <laughs> like go. Ever. Yeah, there you go. Ah, how about that? Yeah. Is it because they're finding out that it, that, that old joke about fantasy football is basically D&D for jocks is like true? Well, that is, that is true. But yes. um, I mean, this article is just yes. about how some American footballers it looks like are playing D and D. Makes sense. Oh goodness, those are some big chaps. It's sort of like uh, yeah. Henry Cavill talking yeah. about Warhammer on Graham Norton last week. Oh yeah, yeah. with Graham Norton pretending not to know what it was. And it's like, yeah, Graham, of course you don't know. <laughs> of course you don't know, mate. Of course you think it's Warcraft. Go on, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, and Tom Holland wanted an invite. I, I mean, Tom Holland is totally up for it. If mm. you've got something going on, Tom Holland wants to be there uh, <laughs> loud, loudly and excitedly with Whatever a lot of enthusiasm. Yeah. I love that. I love that about him. He's like, yeah, let's do it. What are we doing? Uh, Zorbing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Play Warhammer. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, damn it. <laughs> um, so there's some news about that Avatar um, Legends Kickstarter. Oh, yes, yes. It has been delayed. Fulfillment of it has been delayed. Oh, yeah, yeah. From February mm-hmm. to summer next year. Oh, um, what's this? Shipping, cardboard? Cardboard and paper shortages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. basically, the print run is over 200,000 books in total. <laughs> oh, wow. 200,000 books. Yeah. 200,000 role-playing game books for Avatar The Last Heaven. Yeah. And they point out, they point out that even if the printer churned out 10,000 a week, Yes. It still That's wouldn't be ready in time for February. Clock, of course, says the paper and cardboard shortages. Yeah, yeah. And then you've got to, like, take these books, pack them up, get all the extras in, because there's, there's a lot of stuff to be done. Mm. Oh, that's wild, man. That's wild. I love it. Yeah, I don't think they'll be doing that themselves. 
<laughs> I'm sure they can afford to pay someone to do that for them. Okay, oh can you imagine trying to like two hundred thousand books in your house? Oh God, that's gonna be that take up more space than your house. <laughs> oh, just the pallets alone. My God, okay. <laughs> Yeah. Um, we don't did you see this Kickstarter blockchain thing? Oh, yes, that has been. Well, you, well, you can explain it to me thing. then, because I literally have no idea what that means. What is, right. what is I, a blockchain? I'll, I'll, I'll take a point. I'll take a punt at it, right? Um, so, as best I understand it, a blockchain is a way of keeping track of a database of stuff, but it's distributed amongst multiple computers. And this makes it much harder to hack or interfere with because any unauthorized change to one of the databases won't be reflected down the blockchain. So it's a good way to preserve the purity of your databases. The reason that this, what seems like a fairly good idea, is complicated and causing problem is because it's also heavily associated with cryptocurrency, mm-hmm. which due to the fact that cryptocurrency is essentially the definition of artificial scarcity. It requires immense power to actually run it, as in the number of computers running cryptocurrency rival G7 nations for the amount of power they use, which is just computers mining a currency which has no real inherent value. So it's using a lot of processing power and is in fact partly responsible for a worldwide shortage of graphics cards. Mm-hmm. which really affects gaming. And this is all to produce a currency which has no legal or legitimate uses, as far as I can make out. But they're two separate things, though, blockchains and cryptocurrency. Blockchains and uh, cryptocurrency k- are separate not, things. not saying it's going to be using cryptocurrencies. It's just saying it's going to be using blockchains. Uh, it, it does seem to vary depending upon where they are. And there is also like a lot of concern that this will reduce the ability of um, smaller companies, uh, independent companies, uh, especially like just show you within the realms of RPGs, don't know about the rest of it, don't really care, but smaller and independent RPG companies from actually being able to get onto Kickstarter and make a ton of money. Why? Or even a, don't know. Oh, okay. That, that, that's a bit which I'm having trouble following, but a lot of people are like, they're using blockchain as part of a move over to cryptocurrency mining. So I got to say, in, I, I, you know, they may well even have great reasons for doing this, all perfectly legitimate. And when they actually explain it, people will be like, oh, okay, that makes obvious sense. I don't know. I can't imagine what the reasons would be, but I'm not Kickstarter. But currently, it's um, one of these public relation nightmares sort of thing where they haven't explained it. And people are playing in the vacuum with wild and unsubstantiated speculation. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but yeah, Kickstarter probably wants to tell people what they're actually trying to do with it, or maybe they don't, I don't know. Okie dokie. Yes, but all I, all I know is a lot of the sort of like the technical nerds who know like much better about this sort of thing are not, are wavering from at the most favourable being, we don't really understand why you're doing this. We think it's probably not a good idea to full on the end is nigh apocalypse, but yeah, these things happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Wizards of the Coast issued an apology this week. Oh, yes, yes. Because Was that in the, to Tanya de Pass? Yes, in the credit yes. of Strixhaven Curriculum of Chaos, mm-hmm. 
Um, Tanya DePass was um, involved as a cultural consultant, Mm. and they missed out her credit. Yeah, yes. And again, it's like, um, this isn't necessarily a huge thing. Um, It's like an unfortunate error, but it does look quite bad when you're actually hiring cultural consultants to for your book uh in the in like i gotta say direct response to allegations and complaints of racism and just generally not treating people right to then miss out the cultural consultant Hmm. it does make people wonder whether you've got your best interest at heart but we don't know and it's good that they've hired a cultural consultant and it's good that they are publicly admitting the mistake and doing something about it yeah so So, so, um, they've already updated the digital versions of it and the second print one Yes. Which apparently will filter through in like a few weeks. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll have the correct, um, credit. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, did I have something else? I don't know. Did you? Uh, no, no, we've covered everything. Uh, all the major things I saw. We've covered all of the news in the world. All of the RPG related news that, <laughs> that people were obsessed enough about it for me to notice. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, yeah, I think we're done then. Okay. I think that's all the news. Hello. Uh, were there any, were there any nice Kickstarters with good names that you saw? Let's have a look. Looking at, um, Egg Embry's column. Mm-hmm. We have got the Mag of Holding Breath of the Feywild. Ooh. Is that sort of a zine or zine? Yeah, it's a magazine, 100-page hmm. magazine. Oh, okay. Actual physical. Edition. Looks like oh, it. Very nice. We've well, got Between the Devil and the Deep Gumshoe RPG. Mm. That's uh, late 17th century pirates Ooh. with magic. Yes, but using the gumshoe system. So using quite the gumshoe system. investigative-based game, it feels like. I guess so. Yeah. Um, we have Old School Armory. It's mm. a big old book for basic D&D, mm-hmm. and it's all about starting equipment. Well, I can see that you will obviously be backing this Kickstarter. As I recall, a certain product of yours had at least three pages, not of weapons, of pole arms. Yes. yes. But that was also slightly a joke as well, no. which I went over a bit overboard with, but I couldn't resist <laughs> what can I say? Uh, Yolp, you obviously like pole arms. Yes. <laughs> Who doesn't like pole arms? Uh, generally, the people on the other end getting stuck with them. In bohemian ear spoons? <laughs> Come on. Who oh. doesn't like a bohemian ear spoon? Well, exactly. I, I'm quite partial to a man catching myself. Mm. Um, so we've got Drop Dead City, which oh, is yeah, a system yeah. neutral um, zine. Mm-hmm. And uh, under the city, there's another city of. Undead poets and ghost rockers. Oh, okay. Well, I, I can join while the Peter was not getting this one in the Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it does look very cool, all the same. Uh, NPCs, story hooks, critters, random tables, giving you every type of afterlife, afterlife artist to populate your underworld. So you could have like the ghost of Banksy if Banksy was dead. Yes. Like having, I don't know, some sort of paint off with Vincent Van Gogh. That'd be cool. Yes. Yes, you could have that, yes. Yeah, sweet. It's nice that there's a role playing game for everything. I noticed you use the American Van Gogh. Uh, you'd prefer I went with Van Gogh. <laughs> well, we in, in Britain we tend to say Van Gogh. In America they mm. say Van Gogh, and of course the correct pronunciation is neither of those two things. It's Van Gogh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you went with the American one. I noticed. 
I had noticed that we have a number of American listeners. <laughs> I have seven American listeners. We have seven American listeners. Yes. I would be saying that six American listeners. Five, four American listeners. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <Oof. laughs> We're done now. <laughs> uh, we'll say hi to our remaining remaining Ooh, listeners. The next one's the next one's a good one. Your favourite trend of appending <sighs> punk to the end of yes. words. Oh uh, yeah, chemi punk. The f- Era of 15. Silence, a chemi-punk tabletop RPG. Oh, goodness. I don't know what chemi-punk means. C-H-E-M-I-punk. Well, presumably something to do with chemistry. Team-based alchemically charged action. 1,000 uh, years into the gods' long silence. Huh. Right. It's alchemical stuff. Living in a world without gods or freedom. So what, the gods ghosted people and there was a cataclysm? Gosling's Radio Science, a million years uh, ago. Oh, here we go. Chemipunk. What we mean by this is alchemically charged future fantasy. Okay. When referring to the chemi aspects, the punk is earned from the settings anti-capitalist and anti-fascist themes. Oh, that's pretty cool. In short, we communicate all of that with chemipunk. That is certainly their intent. Yes. Yes. Okay. And that was, of course, because we are not their uh, target audience, uh, being too old and weird or something. Being too old and weird, did you say? Yeah, yeah. Well, not weird enough. Well, Maybe talk that's to yourself. <laughs> All right, fine. You're too normal. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, oh, they made their goals. That's pretty good. Uh, and they're finishing on what? December 16th? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, the Goblings. A whimsical adventure for 5th edition. Oh, you, yes, play, yeah. you play a goblin in a 25 booklet of adventures plus maps and cards and stuff. As newly formed goblins, you'll spend three sessions adventuring for the glory of the Goblin Queen. Yeah, I suppose someone's got to have a hobby. And these are goblings, as opposed to, uh, unless they are, I guess... Um, I think goblins means gobs. young goblins. Goblings. Yeah, it's like, I, I, I guess... I'm, like, I might be like completely a, wrong. No, like a, like a ling is something that's, is a smaller thing that's like yeah. a bigger thing. Yeah. Like uh, a wormling, yeah. Or spiderling, yes. Yes. Yeah. And these are goblings, so, like, little mouths. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So that's that's some Kickstarters. Excellent stuff. Yeah. I think we are probably done now. We are done. Okay. A bit short and sweet, but I am on death's door, so yeah. I'm quite happy to yeah. keep it short this week. Uh, I'm going um, back to bed. An excellent choice. An excellent yeah. Alright. <laughs> Apparently, I now have to read this to you. This is the official podcast of Morris's unofficial tabletop RPG news, which you can find at enworld.org. You can find show notes at morris.podbean.com or wherever you found the podcast. If you feel like they deserve it, you can support the show on Patreon. In return, you will receive exclusive bonus content. Just go to patreon.com slash Morris. If you're interested in his babbling nonsense, you can follow at Morris on the Twitter. Send your emails to morrispodcast at gmail.com. Not all of your emails, just the ones you want us to see. That's it. I'm bored now. You can go away. Shoo, off you go. Goodbye. Get out of here.